here's a story from the world. Next, we're going to Southern California, where two large cities, Tijuana and San Diego, share a border. For years, San Diego was considered a Republican stronghold, but demographics have shifted with a growing community of young professionals and new immigrants. Now, Democrats have the edge. From San Diego, Max Rivlin-Nadler with KPBS reports on how one Latina has changed politics in that county. Happy Sunday from National City, where it's actually raining a lot. But I'm knocking on doors because I know that this election is super important. Nora Vargas walked in the rain in National City, a few miles north of the U.S.-Mexico border, going door-to-door asking people to support her campaign. This was during the primary elections last year. She was running for County Board of Supervisors, where there hadn't been a competitive election in 25 years. So when Vargas would show up at her neighbor's doors asking for their vote, it took some trust building. Folks in the community told me, we're going to give you a chance, but we're going to be watching because politicians come here, they ask us for things, and then they never come back. And I think that's the piece that's really important, right? We have to deliver for our communities. Latinos in San Diego County had never been elected to the Board of Supervisors, in a county where they make up 33% of the population. But that changed in November's election. The results are showing Nora Vargas with a healthy lead at 54.5%. Vargas, a Planned Parenthood executive, became the first Latina and immigrant on the Board of Supervisors. She was born in Tijuana. Her mother was a U.S. citizen, her father a Mexican citizen, something that's pretty common in this cross-border community. Going back and forth between two nations is where she believes her political journey began. I think when I realized that I was in a very unique state because I was able to cross the border, and that's when it hit me. What can I do to make the world better for other people? And I think it's politics was an, an avenue for me to do that. For Latinas in San Diego, there wasn't a roadmap to political power. So Vargas had to look elsewhere. To be a Mexicana, a Latina, and then later on, what my friends would say, an honorary Chicana. I really count my blessings that I grew up in a family where going out away to college was actually encouraged, that I needed to see the world. Watching her own mother work in local nonprofits and her grandmother run a cross-border business, she told me they were unintentional feminists a perspective she brought to a Jesuit university in San Francisco. Having those conversations about what feminism was and what women's rights were, and then me trying to figure out, well, what does that mean to communities of color and for people who don't have access or opportunities? Vargas found a place at Planned Parenthood, where she eventually became an executive. You know, I was a patient of Planned Parenthood in my household. We didn't talk about sex or sexuality, reproductive health. There was a lot of myths in the Latino community. There's a lot of taboo around speaking about sexuality. Access to health care was a fundamental part of her campaign. The county's board of supervisors has the power to build new hospitals and curb pollution. But in San Diego, for decades, that board has been monochromatic and entirely Republican. Particularly since the 90s, the board would definitely had a complexion. It was an all-white board. That's University of San Diego politics professor Carl Luna. He explains that in California, the Board of Supervisors holds the money bags. They are the portal for state programs. Seldom in any other place in America do five people have so much power. Vargas is carrying an extra burden. Her fellow supervisors recognize that they need her experience to serve every community in the county. Vargas was immediately put in charge of the county's vaccine distribution efforts to the Latino community. She believes that reaching the community in ways they'll not only understand, but also trust, is the key to ending the pandemic in Latino border communities, 
which have been devastated by COVID-19. I'm talking and then I can do code switch like that and I can empiezo a platicar en español y por qué las cosas son importantes. And I, I think that, like, I, th I did it today, right? We were talking about environmental justice and some of the work that we're doing because language shouldn't be a barrier. Latinas in particular are leading the way into political office in the state and the country, says Dr. Inez Gonzalez. She runs Mana de San Diego, a national organization helping Latinas get involved in public service. People want to make a difference. They need to figure out where the power is. There's certain boards, for example, water district boards, that really people don't pay attention to. They pushed Vargas to join her first nonprofit board. And they want young Latinas, who turned out in November's election, to start running for office. For Vargas, that's the most important part of her journey. She's hired several young community organizers to work for her. I really want to make sure that it's not as hard as it was for me. My commitment is to try to make sure that the system is really shaken so that the opportunities are there for women and communities of color to rise. She hopes that after her, San Diego County politics will never be the same. For The World, I'm Max Rivlin-Nadler in San Diego.